Hello, everyone. I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. My guests at this time are signed with Pavement Entertainment, bringing the New England medal. And they have a really awesome single, you already know, coming up on April 30th. Please welcome Sepsis. Hello. Hey, what's up? Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me and making up Sepsis. We have Melissa, lead vocalist, and William guitarist as well so how you guys doing doing good how about you i'm doing really good it's actually um like 70 degrees in indiana so i'm very happy that is awesome i wish it was 70 here <laughs> i'm not complaining i'm not complaining because in new england I, I was gonna trip out on the weather thing too because i was gonna say i was in a great mood because of the weather thing it's really nice out but it could be 70 which it's, would be great <laughs> it is it's new england so we spend yeah. most of the year in darkness and we get maybe three months of so, summer <laughs> so when when it's so. spring it's it's a very commanding punctual crisp spring but it's bright and we can see the sun again and there's vitamins hitting your face. It just, it feels, it feels really good. It does. Yeah. I'm actually going to do yard work later today because uh, you have to enjoy the nice weather since I mean, with all, like, I, we get hammered with still, I assume you guys in New England do as well. Mm -hmm. And you know, of course everybody been inside and everybody's been trying to be safe. Right. We're looking for really, um, at this point, irresponsible reasons to go outside. Anything that, can get us out of the office can anything they can get we love being in the studio we love recording we love writing um and normally that would be a thing that we'd be trying we'd be complaining right now that we didn't have enough time to write and we didn't have enough time but we are done with sitting around here i think we're done sitting no seriously it's time to have a walk anything <laughs> is good people want okay. concerts and all this stuff i just want Air. <laughs> air. Let me breathe. <laughs> nice fresh air. I didn't think it was, uh, uh, I thought it was kind of overrated having nice fresh air being outside. But after last year, it's like a necessity now. This year's I was one of those guys. I, <laughs> I See, see, I was embarrassed to say anything further about it. But, you know, I, I'm one of, I was one of those guys out, you know, that really, I, I like my tech. I like my comfy chairs. I, I, you know, I like my modern shit. You know, and uh, you know, I, you're right. I, I, I never. I, I don't like the cold. I don't like the fuss of wearing a jacket, mm. put boots, and snow in the season. And uh, no, this time, this is the very first time I could say, like, being a resident in New England. Um, I even liked the snow this year. It's I can't. I can't even believe I'm saying this. And I know I'll regret it later on, but this just just this one time, I just for the 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 very commanding harshness of of in the reality of wind, and and something about the internal gyroscope, you know, something about the balance and the just smelling the earth. I forgot <laughs> that know? we're that we're creatures. Yeah, you know, I, I really I've forgotten that we have a uh, physiology and 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 that we're made out of seventy percent water. I you know I forget that we're made of other little creatures. Oh, yeah, I just forgot. You you learn this shit in high schools and I, I forgot you know and you just you you get in this bubble and you get this idea of of concepts and what you're reading, what you're conceptualizing, and you forget that there's this whole wonderful space out there built for you you know I, I really like how you said all that um i don't think i could say it any better but yeah like i definitely last year like i've been going out like uh for like walks like um you know we have a nice park in downtown so i've been doing that lately it's just so nice to actually like be out in nature because i never really like, like kind of like you know, i never really was 
that way before like 2020. Yeah, you see all these people just walking now. Because I would have really goofed like... on somebody if we would have been, <laughs> and, and you know, if somebody, if we had been playing guitar and somebody said, oh, I need, I need some air. I would have said, you know, what are you, a pussy or something? What do you, what do you mean you need, what do you mean you need air and food? How, you know. How dare work. you. Work. <laughs> you know, you know, I, you know so it's all about hard work, you know, and we're on, we're taught that, you know, it's like being in like in America too, we're taught, you know, work hard for what you want and it's in economics and, 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 and the grind things move fast, and man. I just, I, I, me oh, yeah. speaking for myself, I kind of got into a point where it was like, wait a minute, this is all very manufactured concepts. And while they seem important, sorry about that, man. Very good. Um, while, while they, they feel important, they feel like, you know, such a part of the itinerary, but when it gets down to you as a creature, you don't, you know, you don't need, you don't need to be a Democrat. You don't need to be a black guy. You don't need money. You don't need, that's not a need of you. You don't need what's on Facebook. You don't need no, you don't. what's in the logos. <laughs> you don't need the memes. You don't need to, all of those ideas are kind of like other people's ideas that at one point or another you got excited about. But what you do need is like the the Earth's axis and like magnetism and electrons and 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 zinc and vitamin D. And oh God, you yes. do need to stretch <laughs> oh, yeah. and you do need to give somebody a hug. I forgot that I needed to hug my friends. I forgot <laughs> all of these things that I, I just you do that normally every day and we're social creatures right and you know yeah. you're eating normally a day because your body requires it and you're doing things and your metabolism's up and it just you, you get into this thing where you know you require it so you do it and but when this whole thing hit i kind of everything really paused you know and, and it was a, a very strange phenomenon and and then there was this sense of awareness that i was mortal and then and that, no, that I, no and you know Wait. the coronavirus like made reminded me oh my god i'm a fucking person you know and that i need to respect other people's space and what it's like to breathe and share health and and what it's like to exercise and what it how important it i went my whole life and just forgot that i was this i'm not responsible for breathing all day you know, we, we live our lives and we're responsible for everything all day. But like if, when you stop, you're like, OK, well, as soon as I I can breathe, too. But like if I were to stop breathing consciously, someone else starts taking over. Like, who is that? There's definitely something and, else and, out there that makes you breathe. Right. Like, some, you know, right. I'm not seeing the color <laughs> red. This is an interpretation by my brain and is a measuring stick of my hearing and my the sensation on my skin and vibration that I'm hearing and, and that other creatures see and feel and, and, and heal differently than I do. And that this whole experience is like my own very individual interpretation. And that the biggest cure for this whole dilemma that we're in is understanding that I'm not the only motherfucker in the room. Dude, you're, you're spitting truth here on Super Cool Radio, man. Dude, I, I agree. Like, um, especially my mind. Like, uh, just I think everyone reevaluated their life last year. You know that, like, you know, as you said, oh. we're, we're all mortal. Like, we're all mortal creatures. We only have a certain timeline that we're going to be around. And I think definitely people are uh, like, I know a lot of people switched jobs last year, or they found like they went back to school, or like did oh. other things because there was um, just a whole reevaluation of last year. Whoa. It was massive, and 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 I don't. I know a lot of people. There's a lot of darkness, um, obviously, surrounding this, and like there's a lot of smoke that will clear, and there's like a lot of domestic stuff and social stuff. And I know that there's been like so many people that didn't want to celebrate our differences, and that's been a big problem with it. But the fact that we're this very like this ball that we're living on depends on diversity. It depends on this variety of fruit it depends on these varieties of creatures it depends on these variety of behaviors and and, and on and offs and, and ups and downs and lefts and rights and then that everything really we all depend on kind of being aware of each other's space and and, and it's this crazy root system of awakening that kind of hit me right in the mouth and and and, and is very much while there's a lot of darkness surrounding it, I have found encouraged to write more as an artist and 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 
like you said something about going back to school. Holy crap. We all went back to school, man. Like we went, <laughs> we opened up the music theory books and we opened up the spiritual books and we opened up, I mean, we've just math and science and the, the band and the family and staff and just mm -hmm. talking again and talking about who we are and what we mean to each other. And it really, as, as scary as the whole ordeal has been and uncertain and, you know, at times it's felt like we were living on this uncooperative planet. Um, we have found amazing and powerful ways to like not only enrich the art, um, but we're living through this and, and it's inspiring whole new facets in dimensions and depth to our lives in our friendships in our art in it our writing gets the creative juices flowing it, it scares the shit out of you but it's <laughs> it, but it's yeah. it's it boy is it exciting yeah i can't yeah. say that we i know a lot of bands and people and, and small jobs because bands we're a small business we're like a little ice cream shop you know um and we we spend more than we do on postage or stamps than we do on recording music because that's what you do when you're a musician mm -hmm. you spend money on fucking ads you know yeah but but <laughs> no doubt but but we have found a whole new love for this thing we found a whole new respect uh for the 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 opportunity and the very rare it's so fucking rare for me to be friends with these people these talented people and have all these opportunities it's such a it seems almost intelligent you know what i mean that it's almost impossible for it to be a fluke how well things have gone um, and is as dangerous and, and sometimes tragic and sad. Um, and we've had a lot of, we've had some deaths. We've had some coronavirus in the family. We've had some really scary shit um, happen uh, and directly to us during this whole time. But uh, it's not all been a punishment. It hasn't been. Yeah, definitely. We've utilized, we've been, we've, it's been cognitive. Yeah, I think, I think definitely for everybody, I think, uh, as I said, like everyone has like reevaluated like what, like all their relationships and uh, their life and where they are. And it's definitely, um, there's been, as you said, there's been a lot of negatives that gone around it, but I do think there's a few silver linings that has happened throughout the last year, year and a half. Mm. Definitely. I think truly in intellectual people, and people who love people and even different people uh people that are really uh intelligent and caring pieces of the species i think that they still disagree with people i think people still feel but i think the the love for each other and the awareness that like what somebody's living in the bronx on a 30 story building isn't what somebody's living in kittery maine and that they are you know an old when an old person is experiencing isn't what a big fat black guy is experiencing and he might not be what a a, a toddler is experiencing or the asian community has gone through it the, the the so many communities have gone through so much in such a unique and special way that it feels like you know our differences make us so different that we can't cooperate but you're seeing now, I think, even through the most tragic of it and the most crazy fanatical people, I think you're seeing even the most passionate people. They're not necessarily agreeing, but they're going, we don't have to agree on everything. And that's what this diverse existence in reality, it needs diversity to continue. I, it, it, you know, and I, I, it's, boy, it's a tough, it's a tough uh, amount of mathematics and arithmetic, but but I think the truly most caring and intellectual people are starting to celebrate. Well, fuck, man, I'm different, and fuck it, man, he's different, and I don't gotta, I don't have to. The meme culture and the internet culture and the pressure to be fat and the pressure to be white and the pressure to be metal and the pressure to be rich and the pressure to be had 20 million likes and views and memes and fucking beaming at your head every 20 seconds i'm gonna whip this thing across the fucking room um but you know the the the, the, the fucking memes and the fucking 
and everything's going off in the background. But <laughs> and, and uh, the pressure to, you know, for everybody to be a photographer and a stripper and an influencer and a radio guy and a celebrity and whoa. It's whoa. It's kind of like we're drinking our own bathwater. <laughs> that's one way to put it. <laughs> and uh, that's doesn't that's not a good thing. Not at all. You know, I was just talking about we're seventy percent water or some shit like that. Some goofy thing that came out of my mouth. I don't know what the yeah. exact number is. It is seventy percent. You're all right. Okay. All right, all right. I just didn't want to seem truly uneducated, but you know. If we're really 70% of water, and if I jump in the ocean, am I really swimming? Really? If I'm made out of 75% water and, and I jump in water, am I swimming? Or are you the water? Or, so that's my point. <laughs> that, yes. So, so I'm saying that there's no, the, the, like like a song, that the song, it starts or it ends. It, there's, not the, 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 there's not music. It doesn't start or end. There's just the music. There's just the dancing. There's just fire. The, and the, the, the flame is on. Some people, you look at the flame and you go, okay, the flame is dancing. Like as if it's a one thing or an individual thing. Oh, look at them. There goes the water. It's waving. But there isn't a water that waves. There's just waves. I Yes. I No, I, I agree. I think definitely. And I kind of going back to your order, Pro, like um, that we, we are all different. And uh, we need to like have like com open conversations about things. I think that's definitely what's like hurting societies. Like people don't actually want to have an open conversation about like Too issues right. or uh, other things. Too dangerous. They might not like you on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Somebody yeah. said, oh, we get shit all the time because we get we have one of those silly little blue checks on uh, Facebook, and we'll comment and stuff like that. And people will say how relevant or unrelevant we are. And then one time somebody said they were going to cancel me. And I said, you can't. And, it's, and I, said, I said, no, I'm going to, I'm going to cancel you. I said, that's not, it's a concept, buddy. It's not real. You can't just wish me. You can't wish me something. These guys are crazy. I, I mean, you can't, I, I mean, it was just living in a different time. Yeah, I don't think you can't meme like yourself into having skill sets. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, I think a lot of people are afraid of this, you know, as you said, this cancel culture. And I think that um, what people don't like, understand, the people try, the people that don't like you aren't your fans and like aren't your customers and stuff. They're just people talking trash online. I'm too old for it to affect me, I feel. You know, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm an 80s guy and I'm from a time where you used to, you know, you could get in a fist fight and the cops would break it up. You know, nobody went to jail. Nobody, 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 it wasn't, nobody always got shot all the time. I mean, bullies and stuff like you punched a bully in the fucking face you didn't you didn't you didn't tell on them it was different mm. i don't know it's different when you fell off your bike you busted your knee and you went home it wasn't it was a different thing hiding behind a screen I, right it wasn't all this <laughs> so crazy pressure to be like a character on the internet you know and these you know <clears throat> with the cancer culture and the, and the whole bit it's just the whole thing is based on concepts now and, and it's all dominated by ad space. So like journalism isn't a real thing. And like, it, so you get caught up in this. I got trapped during the coronavirus thinking that, you know, people were all mean to each other. And, and even like that was a problem too. Cause I started to think, you know, oh, everybody's gotta be nice to each other. Why is everybody so fucking mean to each other? And I had realized it had gotten a hold of me too. I, you know, because let's face it. I mean, these, the, the devices, they don't show you, you know, anniversaries. They don't show you learning a new barcode. They show people falling down the stairs. They show people hitting each other, hitting each other over the head with shit and yelling at each other and disrespecting each other. And, you know, you only have a couple yeah, moments. You only have a couple moments in the fucking comment section before somebody insults somebody. It's like there's only one, two, three, and then an insult. You know what I mean? So it's it's predictable and it's low quality uh, oratory, and, and this it, it promotes itself like there's this open, decentralized kind of encouragement for conversation, but it's with the lowest quality fans of the internet not culture not conversations or not even politics or not even heritage or, or music or radio or 
It's it's people that are fans of the internet and attention and fans of egos, not fans of guitar, not fans of you know daughters and mothers and sons and so I I mean even I got wrapped up into it and um started to think you know the whole world's angry and hates each other and even that was a distortion because it's not true because you know I mean when I when I because I because when you go outside you're seeing a very different community that doesn't exist on the internet these these young kids mouthing off and the way that people treat women and the way that people treat products and skin color and they're not talking like that on the street and that's because they don't have the courage to it's it's a it's an internet thing man and i didn't like i really i i started to become upset with humanity and that was like wow like i came back out into my community and started having real conversations again and put the phone down for a minute and kind of balanced out that social gyroscope and i said well let me look at it you know for what it really what it really is and i said man people aren't acting like that that's something that, that people are doing on the internet and oh, people yeah. that love music love music and curate music they're not there to argue about music and you just have to find it's just difficult to find those people on the internet because the That's internet and the algorithm promotes people falling down the fucking stairs and trolls. <laughs> so you know i we get it and uh it took some time to get it but uh we don't got it <laughs> i don't think i don't think honestly i don't think anyone, anyone does actually right. have it because like um it, as you said, like negativity is like boosted on the uh, online, and like all the positive things just get like swept under the rug. Like, ah, yeah, there's positive things, but we don't need that. Yeah, and if there is positivity, it is it they it might shine, but it is fucking brief. Like you know, uh, the what was last month? Um, March is like you know National Women's Month. You know, National Women. I never seen more anger towards women. Uh, on the awful. internet that was awful. then you know i happen to be in you know a, uh you know melissa's up there as the front person she's a female we the, the 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 stuff that we get will blow your mind the anger and the low self-esteem meme kids it's a younger group they're younger than i am for sure um but it's it tends to be a younger group and and i've seen a a pattern they especially in act trend. like this in, in the gaming universe. Yeah, and because we, we do we also have a gaming community and on Xbox and the the general man is an overwhelming amount of negative response between the young men there and, and there's the self-esteem, I want to say. There's like a self-esteem and, and thing a, a very man to woman self-esteem thing that that's happening it's strange on the it's, it's internet like they see a woman and they just they want to put her down it's, immediately it's the, there's a lot of anger so i mean just like so we did a bit on it um with our gaming community and and talked about it a little bit but what we're talking about here is like healing and what we're talking about is like health and going back you know into like a post-corona uh world and celebrating our differences and and it's just it just so happens ironically that like during a month where we're supposed to be celebrating relationships and deeper connections with our sisters and our mothers and and, and daughters. Um, you know, uh, me being a middle-aged man, I, I have two kids and, you know, and I feel like I'm a teacher, a curator, somebody that's, I feel like I'm at an age now where it's it's about giving back and, and, and teaching. And it's just shocking, you know, you know, it's shocking to me um, that I've reached this point of generosity, you know, and ironically, you're seeing these, these folks and it, I, I just I can't wait for people to get back outside in their backyards and to put the tablets down and to put the egos down for a little while and, and start facing our issues together and you know in, yeah, in the communities. I think these people are bored. I, I do too. <laughs> yeah. I and I and, and I said it's a self-esteem thing. I don't I don't think they feel that way. I, I don't. I think that it's this this pressure and in, in society and this kind of this pressure for everyone's got to be, you know, some sort of uh, an internet reviewer or a blogger or a vlogger, and so there's this pressure to be intelligent. There's this pressure to have skill sets, just like when the magazines um, were affecting the young ladies um, 
with bulimia and anorexia back in the 90s. Do you guys remember that? And everything was sugar free and fat free. And yep. I mean, and, and we're doing it again with the or I mean, the, but the same that the pressure that the young ladies have a lot, a lot of young ladies I went to high school with were all cutting themselves because of their weight and 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 the, a lot of the pressure from MTV and Sweet 16 and the, what the magazines are doing. Okay. And and now that's like on the Internet fucking beamed at you fucking and you touch it and you poke it and you get rewards for it. And some of it even pays you. And there's a star and a little note that goes off and it triggers these emotions and, and chemistry, this very this very chemistry in your brain that affects your physiology, that affects your mood, that affects your disappointment or your, you know, so you put up a dance and nobody likes it or you say something smart and everybody wants to kick your ass and cancel you. There's these very real fight or flight chemicals that are being released in the body unnaturally to getting your fucking heart pumping, building, building the hairs on the back of your neck. You want to claw somebody's eyes out. You never even met this person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of interactions like with these people, I think a, a, a lot of the comments they put, um, I think it's just to, I don't know, for whatever reason, like, I don't know why trolls are such a big thing, like why people actually want to be trolls or anything like that. Uh, I don't like, really see why. It's like a video game. They, there's a, there's a, um, I I really, I learned this from my son because my son is like a master computer gamer. He's a, he's big into computer gaming. I asked, I said, what's up with this shit, man? Like, what is it? For some people, I'm and sure it makes them feel good. Some you know? people on the in, but some people, it, there's this thing with, with their, 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 they're almost like gamers. They're technology people that gain points. Like there's a point system. I mean, what I meant earlier about you can literally get paid from it. Fucking torturing people, man, on the internet and and manipulating and breaking pieces of applications and, and getting applications and, and, and computer programs to behave in certain way, manipulating people to get the and influence the programs to behave in certain ways and unlocking business features and, and, and trashing and destroying tools on the app. It's a thing. It's a culture of, of usually young men who are interested in control. It's exciting. No one can, and no one can punch you in the face. You get to do it all in the comfort of your home. Um, you know, and what's the what's the punishment? No one can see you doing it. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely it's very sad how there's definitely been a shift um, from you know as you said like everything's like almost online based, but you can't. There's no if you did that in real life, you as you said would get punched in the face. But the now, why people don't go away and talk talk like that or act like that in in real life. In yeah, it's yeah because you can't because yeah. <laughs> can't so it's this kind of like reinforced coward kind of base stuff that's like you yeah, can't like learn you anything from it life. it's that, right you can't learn anything from it it's not going to enrich your community and the internet was like intended it's like oh the internet's this great place and decentralizing and bitcoins and you know this whole thing about us you know bringing the power back and being against the man and information Please. information that can travel at the speed of light but the thing is, is that the kind of information, nobody predicted that people would be sending people falling down the stairs as the bulk of information. Dick pics and cats and fucking, like, you know what I mean? Like fucking, like cats, dude. You know what I mean? Like the internet's like cats. It used to even be like porn. It's not even porn anymore. It's fucking Ariana Grande and fucking cats. And, 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 and so the internet was like, it's supposed to be like this place for intellectuals and artists and free speech. And it's, yeah, like, like, they, yeah, if you dig, like, there are places you can find that. Absolutely. Um, but the average, there's two people on the internet, man. There's clients and then there's users. The language even, the language even, you know, us as uh, sepsis, like when we, all of our accounts, they're connected to, you know, celebrity features and goofy little stuff. You know what I mean? So, and it's different than the average person that uses Google. So, you know what I mean? When we use Facebook, it's different. We have different features that, that the average person, where they don't call us users. They call us clients. They call us on the phone. They talk to us person to person. They don't do that for regular people. Why? 
because that because it's a product and you know and, and it's it's not social media it's 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 social marketing man at its best yes no you you are absolutely correct like i'm actually taking like marketing classes and dude you you are absolutely correct with with everything you just said thank you i, I appreciate it man now i do want to switch uh topics real quick you guys as I said in the intro, you got a new single dropping on April 30th, a little over three weeks away. You already know. How was it writing and recording the new single? Well, I want to say the hardest part for me was probably the harmonies in that song. That was definitely <sighs> difficult. <laughs> Melissa sure. usually fears the harmonies, but you always you always you always land it though. And you it it on the single. I'm not it didn't come out great. I was just saying it was difficult. I, we tr we try to we try to we're a growing band you know we never we never we need you know if we if we released our best material right now then that would be a big fucking disappointment because that would mean that you've heard the best of what we got and then you know oh well that's that and now we have to either like do some more of that or do something entirely different or whatever but um we're excited that people like the material that we've put out before and they're still excited about it. Record sales is still going great. I mean, it's still, things are really going well for us. We actually have survived uh, the bulk of, of, you know, the madness in the winter. We released the record almost 11 last August. Um, and it's consistently doing well. Like it's doing, we had some of our best weeks on the record was like last week and a few weeks before that. Mm -hmm. And that's without touring it. We, that was like, bite our fingers off chew our fingernails off and throw like everything mm -hmm. just roll the dice let's put it out we know that the fans wanted to hear it we wanted to write a song really for the people mm -hmm. because they they really needed this mm. um, it's it's a song about a post-covid world and it's about healing and love and you can really hear that in the lyrics yeah but we want to, yeah, and we, and we want it to be like moving and motivational though. We didn't want it to yeah. be like, we are the world and, you know, can, could Not you, like now, can, can, we <laughs> no. might make it and could we please no, maybe it's make very, it? Uh, it's very, it's, it's like, no, we're going to fucking make it. Like, yeah. no, we need to make it. We need to survive. We have to. Yeah. The world depends on us to be smart people. The world depends on us to be advanced. And we're always trying to take like little risks in the music. You know, mm -hmm. every song we try to take a little risk or a little twist or a little turn. I think we're the only duet metal. Are we have a duet this, now. This particular song is very different for us. I would say it's a very different song, but in a good way. We tried. <laughs> we tried. We tried our hardest to keep it as metal as possible. But the goal was to write like something that was like not very not super metal something that was really for just people people that liked music yeah <laughs> there's a good way to put it right too. right right it's more so it's like not really designed it's not really designed and we were scared of that too because we're like okay well hopefully people don't hate this song because it's not really designed for metal heads it's designed for people that that we might be able you might like metal after you listen to it basically yeah, I really enjoyed it. I actually featured on my show a little over a week ago, and um, I, it, I do. I, I think it has more like a hard rock feel to it. It's not like a straight metal, like you know, like the stuff off Almost Eleven. I yeah. think it's more of a hard rock feel. But I really like the message in it, and I think you guys are like really stepping up your game with like each single you guys put out. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's the that's, goal. That is really a goal. That is the goal. And and that's. I was just about to say that. <laughs> boy, we we. I mean that we we get a lot of anxiety about that. Yeah, you know, we were writing the the track and we kind of got stuck at a few places. And um, you know, to be creative, you got to you got to walk away. You got to take a break. You can't chase. You never. We have this thing with substance. Don't chase it. You know, you don't chase it. We get a good idea or something that's hot. We don't chase it because you get burned. You get burnt out. Oh yeah. So we let it live. We let the music crawl around the room. We let it. We try. You know, we don't. We don't want to scare it off. You know. So sometimes we kind of got to let it. Cause just like a hamster, you know, if you try to grab a fucking hamster, it's gonna go and fucking claw at you, and and it might even bite you and draw blood. And we're always trying to improve ourselves and our skill sets. Right. So every song we try to make better than the last. We try to like seduce the idea, <laughs> right. and we we be more patient with it. And we were walking down the street, and um, 
I come, I do a lot of composition in my head first. So, uh, but I'll audition it in front of the band a lot, like throughout the day. So I'll be like, and I'll be like, like that. And I'll be like, oh, that might work. That might work. And then we'll just start throwing notes or ideas. We could be anywhere, shopping, walking down the street. So we were getting some milk one morning. We got, we got caught up on the bridge part. Um, and we were pretty frustrated the day before. We really needed that bridge part. There's a, like that little R&B kind of thing that happens there. And, uh, you know, we have all of our masks and hazmat suits on and everything. And I said, I think I got it. I got the bridge. And we had to put our milk down in the middle of the street and undo the masks and the whole thing. And then and I sing the part. And then we went back and recorded it. That's how we do it. Yeah, it, it's really nice, like, inspiration for, like, you know, like, even, like, some of my stuff. Like, I think about, it, like, 2 in the morning, like, oh, I could add this part or I could record this. And it's uh, it's really cool just how it hits you and it's just – it's natural, it's organic, and it just – it doesn't really have a time slot. Like, oh, I'm going to get inspiration at 10 o'clock at night. Well, no, it, it might happen, but it could be, like, 2 in the morning watching TV. We have a, we have a saying here, and it's, and it's rules aren't sexy. I agree. And- and like, and like with our music, with our music, there's a, like a, a sensual, there's a sexual element in our music, the way that it moves, the way that it turns, the way that the, the, the our music twists, whether it's a hard rock effort or something a little slower, you'll notice that with sepsis music, um, there's always going to be that little, that little sash, that little swag, that little snap to it, that little, that little bit of grown up adult sensuality sexuality to it that moves your body and um that's a thing you can't chase when you're making it you know you gotta let that thing happen and it's a very natural honest thing that happens in the music and we try not to aggravate that at all Mm -hmm. the first kiss right it just happens you just know you know yeah definitely don't force anything because really then it just uh, – it, it's not the quality. The quality is not there when you just try to, like, force something just to get it out. Hope everyone is enjoying my interview with Sepsis. We were having such a great chat. But now it is time to feature a teaser for their upcoming single, You Already Know. It will be available April 30th. Please pre-save it on Spotify. Here is You Already Know by Sepsis. Enjoy. Try not to look like you already know, you already know If I may, can I take you into midnight? Game of mine, one that we can play for keys Could you be my favorite nighttime? Could you sing a song for me? Yeah, you know it all comes down to Once again, that was You Already Know by Sepsis. It will be available on April 30th. Please support them and pre-save it on Spotify today. Now, back to the interview. We kind of designed our lives to, took us 10 years to design our lives where we could create in a space and make a living uh, 24-7 off of music with no side gigs where mm-hmm. there was there's no Monday, there's no Tuesday, there's no there's there's music. So when we turn the camera off, um we're gonna go talk with fans. We're gonna go get we're gonna go get our stores together. We're gonna update our sites. We're gonna finish off the riffs. We're gonna, you know, call our managers, call our record label. We've got stuff going on with them. We got mm-hmm. stuff going on with the engineer. We got photo shoots coming. We got stuff with the gaming community. There's not a minute in the day free for us, even when you guys hit us up, like, do you want to do the interview? We're like, yeah, we'll do it right now. Yeah. Because, because we better get it. You know what I mean? Because because we're moving. After this, we'll be doing something else. And we've we kind of, we built ourselves in such a way, it's very military around here, where we have kind of modeled our lives where if an idea comes up or if something, if, if there's a twist or a turn in the day and we need to create, or we do that amount of living where it inspires a powerful musical idea we could do it right now. Behind you, there's behind the camera where you're sitting now, there's a whole wall of equipment over there. In the other room, there's a whole wall of equipment and we have an entire building full of equipment downtown that is our normal rehearsal room and studio. And we have all of these assets 
that we've built over years, just saving up and grinding hard and working hard and every fan meeting every single fan one by one, making a relationship one by one uh, with every radio station, every fan, every every child, every kid that's come in. Uh, we, we make the time for them. We remember people's names and we, we just love our fans. We love doing it. And, and I love that connection. The fact that we never set out to make a billion dollars and be, you know, get a Grammy or did, we didn't, we're not really concerned in that. Uh, we're just we're not really, trying to be the we're best. just, con- <laughs> we're not, we don't want to be the best, but we want to be the, the best version of us, I think. And we, no doubt, no it is doubt. important that we're like this authentic alternative thing for people to listen to. There's so many smart math fans and screamers and dad rockers and, 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 and power metal. And this, and we love and listen to all of that and respect all of that shit. And we are pumped up. We listen to it on the way to the shows. We love rap music and reggae. We're musician people. We're art people from the streams uh, to the, to the rehearsals, to the content we put on, on the internet. Uh, We know how to, you know, really, find a way to love and respect what, what, what the community and, and other artists are creating. And because of that, we have this kind of uh, tradition of celebrating other people. And it's just really made us strong and it's helped us be unique by not feeling competitive or feeling like, you know, we got to dismantle this band or, or that band. We just, we love what we're doing and we're okay with being unique or goofy or different or, However, it is, man. Yeah, no, definitely. I really like what you guys are doing. You guys, you you've really built like a community around yourselves, uh, and you really you interact with your your fans. You you know them, and uh, definitely, as you said, like your music, it's not just like metal music. There's also there's other elements in there. You have a keyboardist as well, Mr. Goodbar. So you get you guys throwing some different elements in your music as well. That's not like just straight metal. And I do appreciate you guys like got back to me right away and like, hey, can we do it tomorrow? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Some people be like, oh my God. They're like, wait a minute, you're going to do it right now? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's, and that's really, we're so excited for the opportunity to do this. Most of us are like, we grew up in institutions. Some of us are orphans. The the, the combination of, of, of people that are a part of our staff in the band, we're a big band to begin with, with six pieces. It's hard to get six pieces in a room to do anything. I don't give a fuck if it's soccer or a bar mitzvah or ping pong tournament. It's hard to get six people in a room every, right. You know what I mean? So, and then, you know, um, with with all the personalities and, 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 and the kind of shows that we like to put on, it's a very, just like on the internet, our shows are very interactive. They're super physical. They're really athletic and muscular and, and you know what I mean? And, and very purposeful, um, and once again, um, we do we put a lot into making our stage plots really unique in at in a very one time experience each time we play. Uh, no no backtracks or no you know um, you know no no no, no synthetics or anything. Everything is very organic. Right. We're if we hit it, we hit it. If we don't, we don't. You know, there's room for there's room for disaster. There's room for for oh, yeah. humanity, and um, like I was saying before, where we're where I, I feel like we always are learning, and there's room for growth. Um, that's what's kept us hungry, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, not being satisfied, just being able, like, okay, well, we've done this. Knowing that there's let's room take on the next thing. You know, that like there's room to grow, and that's part of us answering. Like when people say, "Hey, we want to talk to you about your record," um, and they're they're a tiny radio station. Or they're 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 maybe they're just a streamer and they have seven fans. We're fucking there because we know how powerful three or two of those one person could be. What that one person and when you're us and you see a couple years of not just kids or adults or people you can predict, people of all shapes and sizes and colors and ages write to you and send you gifts and send you fan mail and say, yo, you're changing my life. You are helping me through school. You're helping me through the coronavirus. I didn't know that you could be black and listen to rock and roll. I didn't know that you could be a female and sing. I didn't know 
I never knew you could be poor. I never knew. I no one ever knew. And we are a great example of people. We don't have any special relationships. We're not born into any fancy sponsorships. No one's ever given any sepsis anything. Anything that no disrespect to any of our partners or people that work with us. No one has gotten us any likes, views. No one, there's not a record label that that pushes us like that. No one. What we do, what you see, our views, our math, whatever it is, we don't inflate our numbers. We don't we don't do Spotify playlists. We don't ask anybody to do everything that you see. The one thing that you can get from us is it's fucking real, man. Yes, and that's like I think that's the biggest draw for you guys. Like you do everything, it's real. You guys, you don't you don't lie to your fans, you don't do like any of that stuff, you don't embellish you don't get caught. Yes. I, I, what's the sense? Exactly. You know, we're open book. We, you know, we wanted to be unperfect people. It's part of the band, you know, um, because uh, we we come from the darkness. That's why we chose metal. That's why we chose aggressive music. And we wanted to show that making aggressive music and music you can work out to and music you can race to and music you can bleed to and music you can fight to, It you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be about hatred. It doesn't have to be against any group. You know, it doesn't have to be violent. It doesn't have to be, you know, you know, a lot of a lot of my African American friends when I got into rock and roll, they thought I was worshiping the devil. I said this isn't yeah, about there's so many people are confused. So many people are confused about rock and roll and heavy metal and who can listen they to it, it and who can't aggressive and, and evil and you got right and you have to be in you have to be in a bald-headed neo-nazi it's, just so not, it's not true it's not true. <laughs> it's not true and you know all, all of my you know all of my favorite guitar players growing up happened to be spanish and black dudes uh and a combination of awesome white dudes you know it was a combination in a variety of people um, and all my favorite kinds of music and favorite bands have always favorite rappers have always been a variety of colors and shapes of people. Um, when I when I was interested in starting a rock and roll band or being in one, I really, really I prayed and prayed and prayed that I would find someone like Melissa. Because I said it'd be really cool to like tune the guitar this way and have a female sing over it. And I had these ideas in my head and I was like. I try to sing with them. I was like, oh, it'd be so much better if there was like a chick doing this, you know? And then maybe I could like sing a little bit, you know? So it's that whole thing. Yeah, there's definitely, there, there's so much diversity in uh, like metal music or just music in general that I think it, it kind of gets overlooked. I mean, uh, metal music gets a bad rap for like a lot of things, unfortunately. Metal music gets a bad rap when it becomes successful. Something about the fucking meme kids. I don't understand any, you know, if, if you see, a, if there's a band and they're underground and they're, it's a small community, it's like you have respect for it and people are willing to let it, give it a pass or give it a listen to, or they're ignore it politely. People don't ignore us politely, but, but <laughs> most bands, they do. We look too different for that. <laughs> but when we started, it was all. Black t-shirts, white kids with, with, with crop haircuts. And that's what it was. We live in New England. That's just what it was. It just, you just didn't see very many people that looked like us on stage at the time. And we, we like to use that to advantage that, that, that we're different. And the fact that we had something different to offer. And we kind of stuck with it. But that wasn't always a cool thing. We got fucking laughed at and booed at. And, and for good reason, too. We weren't always really good players either. I mean, we were awful you know when we came out we were terrible just like all the other bands you know but you know because if you can't convince somebody to stay in the band long enough then you can't get good at it so you wind up being that shitty band with all those members that are coming in and out nobody wants to bog down and learn the music you know mm-hmm. and now they all have three kids and work landscaping jobs <laughs> yeah no definitely you guys i think you're definitely um you're revolutionizing the name, uh, metal, the, the metal name, to give it that has like diversity. You can do different things, and not just everything is like hard, aggressive. And you say like, as you know, hateful music. You guys have a lot of positive messages throughout, like all your music, and I think that is really cool. Thank you. 
And we wanted we wanted to twist and turn. We wanted to get dangerous. We wanted to we want to provoke some questions. Mm -hmm. You know, we realized that it's not all you know, cookies and cream and cupcakes and all that other shit. And you know, uh, we don't have any. We don't play for any teams or agendas. There's so much diversity, literally, in people in the band. Um, a few months ago, when the when the, the pro you know when the protests and the coronavirus and everybody was burning each other and beating each other up, us as the band we. Um, took the people that were here and we did, we had all the band members and our merch girl all do DNA tests live on, um, so much fun. on our Facebook <laughs> because, because we wanted to, we just wanted to do whatever we could to break down this silly idea that any one person is, you know, Polish or, you know, Italian or, you know, you know, and I'm funny looking as it is, and I'm adopted. I, I I wanted to know from the beginning. We're all such people. I was all sepsis. You guys are so unique looking. You guys are so different looking. And we had all the fans, you know, guess and make guesses. And a lot of people guessed that Melissa was Egyptian. She happened to be. It was like <laughs> the weirdest thing. You know, it was like and and like then it was like Mr. Goodbars wound up being like 13% Irish, and he's like this dark skinned black man. You know what I mean? And we just wanted to do whatever we could to be like metal or music in general is made by fucking people, man. And people coming together so diverse. of all places of the world. And we were, we're as our part, we've made our part in the species where we all are many things. And, and, and our grandparents and our great grandparents, we don't have to be mad at them. It's just that they didn't have the technology to tell you the truth. They didn't, they couldn't, they didn't have the science to be, and, and back then, if it, if you, if it wasn't popular to be Jewish or black, then you just lied. You know, if you could, you know, if it was popular to be something, that's what you were because that's that, you know, and you can say, you can see the same for, you know, all the, the things that we've dealt with, with native Americans and the witch trials and you know, African-Americans mm -hmm. in the country. It's, it's like we make we make the same mistakes over and over again. And we for, we forget. Um, but, you know, us being musicians, us making recordings, this is our way to record um, our version. Right. Because there's two sides of the coin and then there's the truth. Yes. No, I, I really like how you guys put that. And uh, definitely, like, I love how much diversity is going on, especially in the music. I actually uh, I recently uh, saw a documentary on Native Americans in music. And um, it was really cool, just like how many musicians I didn't know were like uh, Native American, like Link Ray uh, pretty much started punk rock music. And like, I only heard about him a few months ago. Wow. And, yeah, and like he inspired the MC5, Iggy Pop, all those great punk I didn't, know, I didn't know any of that either. Yeah, uh, yeah, check out uh, Rumble. It was on PBS a few months ago. It's on YouTube okay. right now. Okay. Definitely check that out. Um, especially um, uh, Jimi Hendrix is actually uh, part Native American, I found out through the documentary, which I didn't know. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like uh, the, um, the New Orleans style of music was actually a combination of uh, African American and Native American music, which I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it's really like I was so surprised and uh, like um, definitely uh, enlightened by this, uh, just all the, the new information that I had no idea about. We uh, we just did, um, with Mr. Goodbars, he had never seen, um, it's like the encyclopedia. It's, I mean, it's like 11 episodes of like the encyclopedia of metal or whatever it is. And it just goes back, you know, geez, it goes all the way back to, you know, Little Richard, you know, basically it starts from like, you know what I mean? It starts from yeah. like, and it's like, and it's probably the third time I watched it. He was fucking blown away. Blown away. When you're, when you go back and you see, see, they don't show you that shit on the internet. No, they, no, they don't. don't. They, no. They just show you the comments. section. <laughs> yeah, no, I, my, my dad showed me this documentary. He's like, you gotta check this out. This is like really good stuff. And I was, I was just so surprised like how I, haven't like uh, uh, how much I love music and I haven't heard any of this information before. It's like, oh my god, I know nothing. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> it, 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 you know what? But that 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 
is the gift of music though and that's the gift of discovery that's the gift of the culture and that's the gift of that's the gift of rock and roll man for sure but that's you know what i mean like it's gonna fucking come at you over and over again ever since i picked up that guitar it has never gotten easier for me people like oh well you're so good and i'm just like man this shit is hard (laughs) it has never gotten any easier they're like now that you're good and it's not going to it's not and it's not going to every song we sing it's like this time when we get done with a song, we're like, okay, we did it. And then we realize that we just finished a really difficult song. And now we have the challenge of making more challenging songs. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's like, oh, man, now what? Now we have to make, now we have to do it at least as good as that. Yeah, at least. Yeah. That's it, man. Without the challenge. There's no fun. If life doesn't have challenges, then what fun is there? That's right. That's so- right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. It was super cool. I love yep. chatting with you guys. Very, I really like the uh, the unique conversations we had throughout this whole interview. It was really uh, something different for me. I really oh, enjoyed okay. it. I hope I didn't steer us off the, the radar. Oh, you did. All right. No, um, no and, uh, everyone, please check out April 30th. Pre-save it to Spotify. You already know it's a killer song. If you heard it on my show, you already know. Ha-ha. <laughs> it's a great song. But I do got one more thing before I let you guys go. What can we expect from Sepsis for the rest of this year, 2021? Well, we actually, we do have some big things coming up. Um, So we've got a show in August. It's August 21st, I believe. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's 21st. It's 20 to 22nd. It's at, it's like a three day event, but we're playing the 21st. And uh-huh. it's going to be in Lebanon, Maine uh-huh. at Charlie's Hill. Uh-huh. So we've got that show. Um, we're hoping to go on tour. We are like this close. <laughs> we are this close to inking something massive. We've got big things coming. I hope we are like we hours really away. Say much about it because nothing is like booked. Hours by the time. By the time this all comes, it might be hours. We've got music videos coming. Hopefully, touring, man. That's and, that's and, the and, big one. Yeah, so. the, the honestly, the big thing we really want to do, um, we absolutely owe it to ourselves. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, the band really needs and deserves to play with each other. I mean, oh, yeah. if they've been working so hard, man that I think the big, it's not even, let's make a million dollars or let's go to Japan. I think I think the, the most healthy thing for the band to do really is to be together and, and, and to be a band again. Yeah, that would just feel amazing. For a while, <laughs> um, these guys have been separated. It's It's been really tough emotionally. Like I said, there's been a lot going on in family and just everybody needs to like ha- hug each other and know that we're all safe and um, continue to create for sure. We're already on album two with Glenn Robinson. The awesome Grammy nominated Glenn Still Robinson writing. is back for album two. We're super psyched. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. There's bigger ideas. It's cleaner, stronger, bigger, more. We just want to do more. But the big thing is, is uh, we owe it to the band and to the fans um, to really uh, do what we do best. And that's come out and hang out with you guys. And, and 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 play the records are great but um since we dropped the record and you know dropping a record during the pandemic was a different experience i think yeah, i can imagine you know what i mean we had a demo before that it was it, the, it was a lot different because we could tour the demo so it was like oh yeah we went and you know we toured the demo and started winning awards and felt good and felt you know confident and then you know releasing the record in a pandemic you you, life is a bubble. You can't see the response. You can't see the people in the crowd. You can't. People tell you in a text message, "Love it," and you're like, "All right, cool. Talk to you. Talk, talk to you later." <laughs> like I am so excited to see everybody's bright, shining faces at the shows again. I can't. People wait. have been great to us. Meeting the fans have people. been like the everything. Oh, they, yeah. Like we would have shriveled up and ran away, but they've the fans have. Like kept what us. We would have done without the they fans. remind us Seriously. every day. You guys are doing it. You guys are healthy. You guys are great. They're just everything to us. We don't know. You know, we we don't know if we're all right. We got to ask you guys out there sometimes. So, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Oh, Big time. Of, course. of course. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Make sure, as I said, pre-save 
Uh, you already know on Spotify drops April 30th. It is a rocking song. And I, I'm in our conversation. I totally forgot to hold this up. If you haven't picked this up, oh, yeah. please do it yourself. Yes. Pick it up and uh, please support this great New England band, Sepsis. And for Melissa and William, I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you, man. Hope you enjoyed. Salute, my man. Bye. God bless.